Well, I just want to take a few minutes to share with you, real briefly, about honorable gifts. Now, many of us, hopefully, went and purchased a gift for somebody. And you may or may not have received that gift already today. We did. We, we tried to get up early. We actually even were badgered into opening one present last night. And uh, it worked after relentless hours. Um, but it was just great. It was great to watch them be so excited. What was even more exciting this morning was to watch in the giving of gifts. I kind of sat back off to the side and there was a transition. I think for the first time in all the years of what we've been doing as a family, I watched the grandkids be more excited. They stopped doing what they were doing when they knew somebody else was opening the present they bought. And they wanted to watch and see what would be the reaction, what would be the response by the people that received their gift. And to watch the joy and to watch that understanding, it's great. And to know when we give those gifts that there's a deep sense of appreciation. I don't know how often we may have thought about honor in this concept of gift giving. So many of us get a little bit, and and I was talking to somebody recently that they said, I I just don't celebrate um, Christmas. And, And it's too materialistic, it's too commercial. I get that, I understand that. Part of what we we just heard from Shelby is that we would imitate Christ. And part of what we should understand, and we do learn to understand about the Christmas story, is that God gave. That was our whole giving emphasis over the month of December. By the way, it wasn't just the deacons. We did Operation Christmas Child as well. And 41 packages went out through Operation Christmas Child. And there's many other things that have happened through the institution of Concord Bible Church and the love of Concord Bible Church. Why do we do those things? Because the church exists to imitate Christ. And as we see that sense of devotion and greatness that we're called to, we're drawn to, that there's a natural inclination even built into the Christmas story to honor that which deserves honor with a gift. The three wise men, right? The three wise men came from where? The land of Afar, which sounds like Jafar. And uh, I, I saw some of you guys catch the, the uh, Lion King semblance in the uh, little video there. The parents get it. Um, we don't know for sure where they were from. They may have been from Persia. They may have been from Assyria. They may have been Roughly from that general direction, some scholars think, but there's no, there's no full assuredness. What we do know is this. They traveled from far away. How many of you traveled on the freeways to get here for this Christmas? We've got, we've got some in the Isham family that have traveled um, from Alaska and, and from Virginia or, or West Virginia, and they have traveled afar. Um... Anybody come here from out of the country? Yes, traveled afar. And um, that's not easy, is it? 
navigating all that. But aren't you glad, those who traveled afar, that you didn't have to go by camel? (laughs) And we don't even know if they went by camel, right? But they saw a star. And in some unique way, it was revealed to them the importance of this Christ child. You want to talk about faith. They didn't know what they were following for sure. They just knew they were drawn to it. That's the message of the Gospel of Jesus Christ. You may not fully know what it means to know Jesus Christ. Either did these wise men. But how fascinating that they are termed as wise men and yet in that time, in that period, wise men sought in faith Jesus Christ. Today in our society, you are not necessarily seen as wise if you act in faith. You're seen as one who doesn't really focus on the tangible, things that are real, things that are pragmatic, things that really happen. Um, I love those things. Those things are necessary and God believes in those things and God instituted all of those things. But life without faith is boring. Amen? Life without love is empty. Life without hope is drudgery. And life without peace is all around us. So when we think about these three things with honor, number one, we were honored with the gift of Jesus Christ. Think of the most dignified person, the person who holds the highest esteem in your life or in the world in your mind, and that person shows up on your doorstep and gives you their most prized possession. That's a statement of honor, isn't it? Now, how do we receive that? Are we honored? Remember, as I I started out talking about the giving of gifts in my household this morning, we talked about how there was a sense of wanting to feel honored by the acceptance of the gift. Are you honored? Do you feel honored? And do you honor God by accepting the gift that was given to you? And lastly, just like the wise men came and presented gifts to Mary and Joseph. By the way, many believe that that the presentation of those gifts, that that was a divine act of God. That God brought people from outside the scope of Mary and Joseph's abilities. Because what happens next? Herod is after them. And they flee to where? That great vacation spot, Egypt. Egypt. Right? Can I get an amen, Elham? Hanny? Anybody? They have to flee to Egypt. Folks, that costs money. And they've been in Bethlehem for at least a year. And they probably don't have a lot of funding. They're probably being helped by families. The giving of these gifts helped finance the survival of Jesus Christ. And Mary and Joseph. And probably sustained them for quite a bit of time. Isn't it amazing how God gives gifts? Do you feel honored by it? Now the question, the last question about honor with a gift is, do you treat your gifts with honor? I'm going to ask a child, James, James, up here buddy, can you help me out? Come up here. Thanks. Okay, sit down right here. I'm gonna, Pastor Jared's going to sit with you. Okay. Oh, that's very cavalier of you. Okay. Just two guys hanging out. All right, buddy. Here's a question for you. 
Jesus was born in a what? Yes, your choice, but manger is a good answer. He was born in a little manger, a little wooden manger. And so we have a manger over there. It has a bunch of cloth in it, and it's by the Christmas tree. And we've not had anything in there until today. And so do you want to go over there and see if we have something sitting in the manger? You want to go with me? Let's go. Let's go over there. Here we go. So here's the manger. Is there anything in there? Who's that? Yes. You want to hold him? You can pick him up and show everybody. Oh, here, just grab this part. Just grab that guy. We'll put that one down. You can grab that. Okay. And show, hold him up like this and show everybody. There you go. Let's put him back in and tuck him in. Tuck him in. Make him all comfy. Good job. All right. High five. Thanks, James. Okay. So now the baby Jesus is in the manger. And we hide the baby Jesus. Yes. We hide the baby Jesus. He's never in our nativity until Christmas Day. But now Jesus is there. The question is, he's good. He's good. I like him. He makes me feel good. Okay. The big question for us is, do we treat that gift now that it has arrived with honor? With honor. There are ten lights up here. Each of these lights, the nine that are lit, are ones that have received the gift of Jesus Christ through the work at Concord Bible Church this past year. I believe we have just like God superintended the wise men to take the gifts to Mary and Joseph, I believe that God still has one more light that He wants lit. Now, that decision is not just to light a light. The idea about the light is that the light is Christ and the light came to earth. John uses this as his intro to his Gospel. And the light dwelt among us and it was good. For you and I today, some of us have accepted that honorable gift and we are honored by that gift and we are treating it with honor. This is what we intend to do with these lights is to honor what God is doing in people's lives. The question for you and I today is, have we received that gift? And the receiving of that gift is very simple. It's a step of faith, just like the wise men. They had no idea necessarily all the parameters of who they were going to see. They just knew they were drawn to it. So the question for you today is do you want that relationship? Do you want to accept that gift of Jesus Christ? Because it is freely given. All you need to do is receive. And that happens by saying, I'm separated from God because of sin. Sin's all around us. And because of that sin... I don't have relationship with God. I can't have relationship. And God said, that's not acceptable. So I'm going to make a way. And that's why we have Christmas. Is He sent His Son in a humble estate to honor us by giving the greatest sacrifice of love ever, the greatest gift that we might have eternal life. Now that's hard for you and I because we weren't wandering around Jerusalem and Bethlehem and those areas when Christ went through what He went through. But let me explain something. There were thousands that saw this happen and never believed. Thomas said what? About the resurrection, he said, I can't believe 
And Jesus walked up and showed him the scars. And Thomas said, my Lord, my Lord. And then what did, what did Jesus say? He said, Thomas, you believe because you see, but blessed are those who believe and will never see. Jesus was thinking of you in that moment. This is an honorable gift. So this morning, I encourage you, seek Him just how the shepherds and the wise men sought Him. You will never fully know Him until you're in heaven. But the question is, are you drawn to Him? If so, respond. Respond. I'm going to close in prayer and we're going to do something very unique today as we have the Wills family come light the Advent candles. We're going to sing to a video. Never done it. I don't know that we'll ever do it again. (laughs) But it's Christmas. So before I get to that, let me just share with you again about honorable presents. I was praying I would have a story to show you. And anything that comes from Amazon I think is honorable. I'm going to regret that. But when you receive a gift from someone that shows great thought, great honor, it means something, doesn't it? It's not necessarily how expensive. This isn't the most expensive gift I received this morning. And because my whole family's here, I'm not going to say it's my favorite gift. But it is an honorable gift. Some of you will get this. For the rest of you, I will have to explain. This is an anomaly. These do not exist. It's called a what? It's a purple pineapple. Man, I'm going to give you the gift that keeps on giving. Your wife or your girlfriend takes you to a chick flick and it starts making you well up and you've got to get, you got to get your man card out and, and it's getting harder and harder and harder. I want you to do this. You use a purple pineapple. Just think about a purple pineapple because they don't exist. It works for me every time. Shuts down those emotions. It becomes all cognition. And, uh, and I go right back to manning up. So um, for some reason, apparently someone in my family thinks I'm way too emotional. And so they've given me this for a gift. And, uh, but why that's so important to me? So I've told that story maybe two or three times over ten years. It shows people are listening. It shows people are listening. And they know something that's personal to me. I'll share with you just how Paul says, there are some vessels within the household that are honorable. There are others that are less honorable. This was another gift that came out today. And I won't share who this was given to. But I asked if I couldn't bring it. This is the gift that keeps on giving as well. And I was asked to demonstrate that it actually is functional. I don't even really want to know how to use this thing. Oh, okay, I'm not an advocate for guns. Let's just get this straight on Christmas Day. So we're not sure if that's the sound of a gun or the sound of something else. So, uh, some less honorable gifts often are given as well. I'll be real careful with this. Oh, Bill wants his gun. Now you know whose it is. There you go. Given by Austin Hammond. And again, Austin knew how much his grandfather would smile. And and we all watched Bill receive this gift. And he was just tickled. 
And uh, he either wanted that leg lamp from a Christmas story <laughs> or this. And so Austin was just so excited to watch his grandfather receive this. Honorable gifts. We've been given the gift of Christ. Will we honor Him by accepting it? Let me close in prayer. As I do so, prepare to sing your lungs out as we finish up today. Thank you for coming and celebrating the Christ child today on Christmas Sunday. We do have some food back there. And then during the song, the Wills family is going to come and light all five of the Advent candles. The first one is for hope. The second one is for peace. The next one is for joy. And then we lit last night the one that represents love. And then the center candle, the white candle, is a candle for the Christ child Himself, celebrating the birth of Christ. Let's pray. Lord, this morning, we say that we love You. We recognize the honorable gift of salvation that You have brought to mankind. That we need not suffer unjustly. That we are provided a hope that we can have peace in the midst of the storm. That joy is not relegated to our circumstances. And that love is something that we walk in. That we demonstrate. And all of this was demonstrated through Your Son, Jesus Christ. Let us continue to celebrate the birth of Christ and do the work of Christmas. To You be the glory, Father. Amen.